Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. I'm your host, Joseph Nuther. One of my roles is co-founder and executive creative director of Design Sensory, an integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency based in Knoxville. We were at the 2021 Tennessee Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. The theme of this year's conference was moving forward, which is appropriate because we are all coming off a difficult year, challenging for many, successful for a few, transformative for all. As part of moving forward, the conference was held in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right in the middle of the state. We were live and in person with a focus on maintaining safety while strengthening connections and community. Alongside friends and colleagues, we took the time to celebrate two fantastic milestones. The great state of Tennessee turned 225 years old in 2021. Secondly, Design Sensory turned 20. The tourism industry is particularly important to the agency's history and culture. One of the defining moments of our agency was the two terms we spent as an agency of record for the state of Tennessee. From 2004 to 2014, we poured our heart and soul into growing the Tennessee brand, with a particular focus on pioneering the initial digital efforts when websites, smartphones, and social media were all still new. In this first episode, we sit down and talk to Mark Adams, President and CEO of the Gatlinburg CVB. Gatlinburg is undoubtedly one of the top destinations not only in Tennessee, but in the U.S., and there's a great reason for that. Gatlinburg is in the middle of a UNESCO World Heritage Site, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. In a year that's been challenging for many, Gatlinburg has had great success because many people struggling to figure out a way to escape their home and to travel have turned to outdoor destinations and rural destinations for relief. And so in 2020, Gatlinburg had seen some of the highest visitation it had ever seen in its existence. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Mr. Mark Adams. First of all, Mark, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this time. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. I know we, we may have skipped a year here. It's good to be back live for I, a governor's conference I, here in Tennessee, though. Bet, man, it's a blessing to have this. So I want to sort of start out. Tell me a little about yourself. Currently, I'm the president and CEO of the Gatlinburg Convention Visitors Bureau, but we're also the Chamber of Commerce, and then we also operate the Convention Center in Gatlinburg. <laughs> if you didn't have enough. <laughs> if we didn't have enough. Yeah. And then we also have an events division <laughs> where we produce about 25 events a year in the city of Gatlinburg, and then we also operate the Welcome Center. So we, we wear a lot of hats in our, our organization. Leisure and hospitality doesn't necessarily apply to the folks. Right. Yeah. So. Previously to that, I came from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been in Gatlinburg five years now. But uh, before that, I came from the uh, Georgia Dome in Atlanta, where the Atlanta Falcons played, and um, Georgia World Congress Center and Centennial Olympic Park, where we managed those facilities. And prior to that, you were, I think you were in Florida, right? Before Yeah, Florida, I, I tell people I was incarcerated in Orlando <laughs> for 12 and a half yeah. years, so... One of the things that's sort of a big theme for us for this podcast right now is we're celebrating a bunch of anniversaries, right? Yes. 225 years, state of Tennessee. It's actually Design Sensory's 20th year as well. You know, I think a couple of years ago was 100 year for Ripley's. Five years for you at Gatlinburg. Yeah. So what I wanted well, to sort of... 2020 was Gatlinburg's 75th anniversary. That's right. And the 75th year last yes. year as well, which yeah. was a fantastic year for people discovering the mountains. But what I, the first question is a really simple one. What's a, one of the more memorable moments 
last 20 years in tourism for you? Number one, I was able to work on securing uh, on the team that secured the Super Bowl for Atlanta. It was an experience of a lifetime to work on, you know, securing the uh, Super Bowl. So everybody wants to go to a Super Bowl, but I was actually on a team that actually got to do all the planning, all the responding to the RFP, and actually pitching it to pitching it to the NFL and etc. So that was good. That's amazing. So uh, I would say that, but more immediate was unfortunately in 2016, two months after I arrived in Gatlinburg. We had some wildfires in Gatlinburg really bounced back very, very quickly from those fires. That's right. And I had just moved from Atlanta, big major metropolitan city, to Gatlinburg. And uh, I saw why I was there. I saw a community that really came together, that had each other's back. Someone asked me during that time period, why would you leave Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, Atlanta's a great city. You know, it's a big metropolitan city, mm-hmm. but there's no heart there. And I quickly found out that in Sevier County and Gatlinburg, there's humans, real humans with heart looking out for a community. You know, last year you mentioned 75th. I think one of the things that that was very interesting for me in working with you all on that is that that heart comes through because of the multi-generational stories, families that have been there that, you know, you pointed this out meeting after meeting of how you've got families of visitors coming and meeting with families of attractions and hosts. Yes, yes. And it's just sort of almost such a wonderfully genuine tie and the true spirit of hospitality on display, right? Oh, correct. And, you know, again, I hate to go back to the fires, but I happen to be in Old Smoky Candy Kitchen, uh, one of the institutions in Gatlinburg. When we reopened following the wildfires and I overheard a visitor talking to the employees and they obviously knew each other and this was a multi-generational family that's been coming to Gatlinburg for you know decades yeah and they said what are you doing here the workers commented to the visitors what are y'all doing here and they said I just had to come and see you all to make sure you were okay wow that's quite impactful yes yeah yeah. so it is it's multi-generational visitors that are coming to see multi-generational business owners and that particular business old smoky candy kitchen the lady who runs that organization now maggie actually she's like 37 38 years old that organization has employees that have been working there longer than she has been alive and that's just one of many many one of many, many. many stories we have a, a local deli in town called parton's deli and we have a prominent business person in town and she told me recently if you think about it five generations of her family wow. have eaten at this deli that's in Gatlinburg. It's more than business, really. And it's more than just visiting people. Like, it's a real true connection, right? Oh, yes. I, I mean, that's it's it's. I was listening to a podcast on the way here about the difference between sort of networking and transacting and connecting. Yes. And it's really all about connecting that's happening. At that. I happened to be in Nashville yesterday. But it was kind of, uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to park here or not. Right. So I saw a gentleman on a loading dock of a grocery store. And I asked him, I said, hey, is it okay if I park here to go to the restaurant? And the first thing he says to me, Gatlinburg, because I was wearing a Gatlinburg t-shirt. Yeah. And he wanted to tell me his Gatlinburg story. Wow. So that's, that's we awesome. sat on his loading dock of his business <laughs> for probably 30 minutes. And he told me about how he and his wife go twice a year. They bring their kids two other times 
times right. each year. They come to Gatlinburg four times a year. Right. And here's a person who touched me because all he saw was a logo on my shirt. And uh, we exchanged contacts yeah. with each other. I could see his his love of Gatlinburg. You know, the other thing I find very interesting, and I mentioned this, you came in to GCVB and you immediately have to deal with the, the fires, the aftermath of that, overseeing the support and rebuilding from that. And then COVID hits. Yes. Right. And it reminds me a little bit even of, of, of Governor Lee and, you know, coming in on. And then he's got to deal with the, the storms that hit. Yeah. And then I think it was like, what, 30 days later and you get your first case of COVID in Nashville. And so it's one of those things where now, now that I think about your five years here, you've you've come in and you've just had to deal with <laughs> wave after wave of challenge and, mm-hmm. and having to respond to that. And, and is there anything in the playbook that prepared you for the challenges you've had to face during these things and really more writ to, to the pandemic. I mean, what have you learned from going through this? It's been actually yeah. quite successful for Gatlinburg, but... Yeah, Gat- Gatlinburg actually thrived during COVID. But first and foremost, we wanted to make sure our employees were safe. We wanted to make sure business owners were safe. And we wanted to make sure visitors were safe. Because whether we wanted them to visit or not, they were coming and they wanted to find the great outdoors. So it was communications, communications and over communicating to the business community. And I will tell you, though, one of the messaging that we did not do in Gatlinburg during the pandemic is where a lot of destinations either halted advertising or altered it in many ways. We really, as you know, we forged through and we knew the people were coming. So we made them we asked them to please visit responsibly. But we did welcome them in. It was tough, but you lean on the team members, the other team members, and you you quickly find out whose strengths and weaknesses Mm -hmm. for each person. Mm -hmm. My entire career was built on doing things differently. I tend to not do, if everybody goes left, I go right. So we always do a little something a little differently. And I think that's what's been successful. I think that's what helped us get past the fires. And I think it's what's helped lead us through the pandemic. The pandemic, yeah. The same heart, too, right? I mean, a lot of people rallied after the fires to, yes. to come back stronger. It seems like that same heart was there in ensuring everybody was safe through COVID. Yes. As you know, it's all about messaging. Uh, many experts said it was going to take three to five years in order for Gatlinburg to return to pre-fire business. Right. And we bounced back immediately and have never looked back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, And it's, we've it's, had record years in town for the last five years in a row now, yeah. even in 2020. Congratulations again. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's always interesting, these, these questions, uh, to start out talking to you know, our friends at Gatlinburg because, you know, well, well aware of the success that's come from people reconnecting in many ways or connecting for the first time with the mountains, mm-hmm. right? What do you think the future holds? It can be for Gatlinburg, but just tourism in general. You know, I know we were talking that COVID's not necessarily just going to one day we all wake up and mm-hmm. go away. We're going to have to live with this for a while. So, yeah. you know, in terms of the spirit of even this conference, you know, moving forward, you know, what is forward? What is the future hold? You know, if there's one thing that I think the United States has learned during COVID is we've actually learned to discover smaller, out of the way destinations. People are getting off the interstates. They're starting to rediscover rural America. They're starting to uncover treasures 
that have been lost. lost. Yeah. That's exciting. That's very exciting. We have a loyal following in Gatlinburg. You know, people come year after year. Right. But this past year and a half, we've had so many more first-time visitors. Our feeder markets include major metropolitan cities like Nashville Nashville and Atlanta and Charlotte. Charlotte. And we're seeing so, so many people are moving to those major metropolitan cities anyway, but also many, many, many first-time visitors for us. And it's great. I mean, we love it. When I told you earlier, I tend to go right if everybody else is going left. I'm actually a big proponent. I love, personally, I love traveling overseas to Europe or wherever, but I'm not a big proponent of international travel in general for so much you seem like it seems like every industry organization in the last few years has changed their name to include an international component and i'm not so sure that that's really the direction we need to go right now i think there's still uncharted territory here in america and i think we need to to let other americans and other people from europe and south america and canada know about what there is here in in america it's such a profound comment mark actually that i'm going to tweak my last question because of that adventure wise you know post pandemic adventure what's your next adventure where do you want to go mm-hmm. but I'll sort of split it into two what, is there something in the US that you have been considering going that you've not been before and then if you do have an adventure in, internationally maybe throw that out Maine's always on, been on a bucket list so to go up there okay. to uh, the Maine coastline but I think without a doubt Scotland I don't know why Scotland, but I want to go to Edinburgh, Scotland. And uh, something that's really unique, and I'll wrap this up pretty quickly. My dad served in World War II. He was very young, and he was in Normandy. And a few years ago, my nephew got married, and for his honeymoon, he did the research, and he retraced his honeymoon. He retraced my dad's tracks in Europe. I would like to take the research my nephew did and follow along that same path. So Love that. That's really amazing. I hope very much, Mark, that you get the chance to do that safe and safe. Down here very soon. Great. And again, thank you so much for being a part of uh, Stories for Tennessee podcast yeah. and just for being a great overall person to work with as well. Yeah. I know there are so many more successful years ahead as, as people continue to discover the mountains and want to come back and continue those memories. So always a pleasure talking with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for helping to spread the word. Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nother. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory. 